Hey guys, welcome back to Sports Talk with C. Your girl is back with another episode. But before I get into this interview, I just want to say congratulations to the four WNBA teams still balling to get that championship. The Connecticut Sun, Chicago Sky, Phoenix Mercury, and Las Vegas Aces. Both series tied up one game apiece. Game three set for today at one and at three. You already know I'm going with my Connecticut son. But now let me introduce third time scorer at Louisville in 2004 to 2006, McDonald's All-American, pro baller, and much more. Introducing Jazz Covington. Okay, Jazz, thanks for coming on Sports Talk with C. I really appreciate it. So how are you doing this evening? I'm good. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. Again, you know, um, it's when people always say yes, it gives me a reason of why I continue to want to do this. So where did you grow up? Oh, I grew up in a little bitty small town called Adel, Georgia. A-D-E-L, Georgia. Okay. Uh, it's about three hours south of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Probably an hour from Jacksonville, Florida. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah, that's where I grew up at in a small town. So how was the basketball culture? We had more than one traffic light. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you say small, and people think, "Oh, you usually had one traffic light." We had more than one traffic light. It wasn't that small, right? Nah, it wasn't that small. It wasn't that small. <laughs> so what was yeah. the like the basketball culture in your town? Or did um, you have one? I think it was more of a football, baseball town. Okay. I don't think it was necessarily basketball. Um, I actually had to leave my hometown to get the exposure that I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really wasn't a big basketball town like that. It was more so football and baseball. Um, I did so I did baseball myself, well, softball. So, mm-hmm. um, and then I did basketball. But I think basketball wasn't as big until like my class started moving up and we all started playing. So. But it's still a football, baseball town. So it's still after you there. after you came and you was balling. Well, yeah, stuff. yeah, because you know, like after I, I was there and I was balling and I kept progressing and going to other places and balling and going on balling mm-hmm. other places, just living my life. So I haven't had a chance to really go back and reach back and do stuff because I'm still trying to do stuff myself, you know. So, so where did your love for basketball come from? Ooh. That's a good question. I think it's one of those situations where when you're really good at something, you know, you want to play it. And I think the better I got at it, the more I loved it. Um, My mom played, my dad played, uh, but they didn't play how, like I played in college. They just played like maybe uh, high school as as far as they went with it. But um, I grew up with a lot of boys. So it was just kind of like I did what they did. And so I played basketball and I was good at it. So everything you're good at, you want to do. So that's, that's where it came, it came from. from. So you didn't have yeah. to worry about practicing or like that. To... Oh, no, I did. No, but like did. I'm saying like you was naturally born talented well, with yeah, basketball. Yeah. I definitely was born talented. <laughs> I would probably more than basketball, but basketball is the path I chose, you know. Um, but yeah, I probably was born with the talent, but it's still I still had to work at it. I wasn't good immediately. I can remember the first time I, you know, played softball and I struck out and I cried. 
you know, like it's just so. <laughs> I remember that clear as day. That was like motivation. So yeah, I still had to work at it. I still had to practice hard. Like I was probably the hardest working person there, even though I still had the talent. You know. Mm-hmm. So like when you were growing up, you said you were around a lot of guys. Did you have to prove yourself to them all the time when it came to basketball? I don't. I don't think I had to. I think I wanted to. Okay. You know, I think I think they all knew I was I was good. They all knew that I could play, but of course they weren't going to take it easy on me. So I had to bring it, you know. I had to bring it, but I think I loved basketball more than they did. And I ended up playing not not with them as much as I played with the older guys, like the men at the park that were not like my cousins and stuff. So I I think it wasn't necessarily a matter of keeping up as it came to basketball, not with everything else, yeah, running around out in the woods and all that stuff. Yes. But for basketball, that was like, I think that was my alley. I think that, that was, was my lane. That was your lane. Yeah, yeah. Did, they, did the guys ever try to um, come and try to always um, want to go one-on-one to prove to them always. that they can bitch, Even beat now. you? Even now. Always. That never stops. I don't think that's ever going to stop. I'm walking around there and they're like, I bet you who? And I'm like, yep, I do. You, you won't like it, but I bet you can't beat me. You know, all the time. It never stops. And what do you do? Just lace up? No, no, no. Because you can't play against everybody. <laughs> you can't just get out there. You got somebody out there. Some people, like, you know, you try to play against a guy that's, men are typically stronger than us, you know, but mm-hmm. he's out there playing for, you know, his pride and his ego. I'm out there just playing, you know. I, I'm not trying, I'm trying to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, nah, you, you can't play everybody. <laughs> I feel you on that. So I was reading that you played AAU for Georgia Metros. I did. Okay. Yeah. So how would you say that AAU has changed from when you played to now? Oh, that is such a great question because now I'm actually coaching AAU. Men, the boys though. The boys, okay. Um, which is my demeanor, go figure. <laughs> but um <laughs> But um, yeah, it's it's totally different because you have social media, you have all the other outlets, you have um, you have teams that are are literally like out here making promises to players, you know. And it's not it's when I was playing, it was like, yeah, I just want to play basketball, you know. Like I, oh, you said I could travel? Oh, we gonna go play here? Great, let's let's do this, you know. But now it's like, okay, we gonna go play here, but what else you got for me, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not, it's not the same. And the commitment level is not the same. Like back when I was playing, we were hoopers. We just wanted to be in the gym 24 seven. Now you have kids that are just, they got other stuff to do. It's just too many other distractions, too many other things that they could be doing, playing the game, hanging out with their friends, TikTok, work. Instagram, work. That's why yeah. I never played sports. I just had to, I needed to make money. Yeah, un- that's understood. Because it's, it's it's definitely a commitment, you know. Like if you're gonna do it, you you have to. If you're gonna be in it, you have to be in it. Like it's not like a, you know. I just I want to play just because I want to play for fun. You know, it's, it's to me it doesn't seem like it's like that anymore. You know, it's like you're playing for you know your scholarship or you're playing for now. You got the NIL with the NCAA, so it's kind of like you playing mm-hmm. for your name, you playing for your brand. Like it's a whole bunch of other things that you're playing for and it just takes the fun away from it you just kind of lose track of you know I just I'm just playing because I want to play I'm just playing because I like to hoop you know 
And then you get social media, you got all the videos that get posted. You don't want to get embarrassed on social media. It's just, a, it's, it's a That's lot. That's you get your ankles broken, man. Yes. You can, you can never lift that ankles, up. If you're breaking ankles, that's different. But if you get your ankles broke, <laughs> you don't want to be that meme on, on, on social media, you know. And that's what everybody know you by for a long time. You know, it's hard to live that down. So I, I feel like the pressure is a lot more tougher now than it was when I was playing. Because it's just everybody got their phone in their hand. Everybody's recording. So mm-hmm. they all want to see some tricks, something nice, yeah. the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So did you have a favorite player growing up or that you felt like your game mimicked? <laughs> ben Wallace. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, okay. I, I absolutely. I love the way he just he just played the game. You know, he was tough. You weren't going to bully him. He was strong. He was solid. He played fundamentally sound basketball and he didn't do a lot of talking. He just, he just hooped. He just got there and hooped, you know? And so seeing that, I was just like, that's, that's what I'm going to do. You know, I'm I'm just going to get out there and play. I'm going to let what I do speak for me. So, and then I just, I like being a bully. So you just bully on the court, right? I I mean, reading. (laughs) <laughs> or hundred career points, all American this, all American that. Like, and you tried out for the USA team, I believe. Yeah. How yeah, was that? Was what was me. that feeling like? Um, I always approach stuff just like trying to have fun with it, just enjoying the moment, you know. And to be around so many elite, other elite athletes at the time, mm-hmm. um, who are now like, you know probably in the top 50 of the WNBA and stuff like that, you know, like just to be in that atmosphere and around, you know, that talent, it was, it was an, it was an experience. You know, I didn't make the team, <clears throat> but it was okay. Cause it was he wasn't shy. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, I didn't really talk to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was just because of the competitiveness in me. Like we were there to try to, make the team right you know so like it was just like i'm weak i'm cool like i'll speak and everything you know but i'm here to make the team so <laughs> you know, right now we're enemies per se you know until we're teammates but um as far as the shy part no i when you're playing in college you don't have room to be shy you know you have the fans you have the interviews you have to do like it's just so many things that you have to do the booster meetings the all that it's so much that you have to do that it just at some point in time you just you're okay talking to anybody and everybody okay so how so, was it like going playing for Louisville it was awesome um i always wanted to i always wanted to go to a program where um, and I, I want, I didn't want to go to UConn or like the top programs. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to go to the program that was a decent program, but I could also like come in and really make an impact right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe play against those teams and see where we measure up. We got killed. We got, we got slaughtered when we played UConn, but it was cool <laughs> to play against them. You, you know, <laughs> it was, it was cool to play against them, you know, because you you see stuff about them and read about them and everything. And, you know, like you when we played them, we we got beat. But I took notes from that game. You know, it's like it was like a learning lesson. They're like they're they're at the top, but they're at the top for a reason, you know, and you can see that when you're playing against them, you can feel that. Um, but playing at Louisville, it was it was pretty dope because, like I said, as a freshman coming in, I got a chance to make an impact right away. You sure and did. It just, it just kind of, it went 
you know, along the way. And then as I got older throughout the program, it was kind of like um, mentoring the other players that were coming up to, to kind of try and keep it going, you know? So it was, I mean, it was cool. I, I left my stamp and, you know, it was nice to be able to uh, get the program in the eyes of the people. And then every year after that, it's just, they've been NCAA tournament, NCAA mm -hmm. uh, final four, you know, sweet 16 championship game. So it's pretty awesome to be the, to feel like the person that really came in and really kicked that off. Like that was pretty awesome. And then all the love because Louisville is literally, that is the professional team mm -hmm. in Kentucky. So all the love from the fans, all the love from the people in the city, just, it was amazing, you know, coming from little bitty Adel, Georgia, and then being put into that, like, it was amazing. No, that's right. But did you go into your freshman year with any expectations? And if you did, did you have any disappointments? Um, I didn't go in it with any expectations. I've always just had the mindset. And I think my coach, my my high school coach put this in my mind, like my freshman year of high school, to just go in there and work, you know, just go in there and work hard. Like, of course, I knew I had the talent, but talent alone don't always get you there. So I just, my freshman year when I went in, I had no idea what it was going to be. I Like, I was open-minded and, you know, big-eyed and excited and just ready to get there and get to work and see what was what. And you know, it turned out like I didn't, I don't think I set any goals. I think the only goals I set was to be like maybe the best rebounder on the team or something, you know, mm -hmm. and I ended up being more than doing more than that. But um, my freshman year, I really didn't, I didn't set any goals. I wouldn't, I wouldn't that, that far along in my uh, maturity level yet. So I didn't really set any goals. It was just kind of like, you know, okay, let's see what this is going to be. Let's go in there. Let's work. Let's, let's go hard. Let's grind and see what happens. Okay. And did you have like any, um, was your dream to be in the WNBA or what was like going into college playing basketball? I was like, oh, I'm going to be in the WNBA or I'm just going to work in sports. So what was your dream when well, you first picked up the basketball? The first thing was just to get that that uh, full scholarship to pay for that education and get that degree. Okay. That was like number one. Um, and when I learned, you know, that I could actually get a full scholarship to pay for that, you know, to get a free education, that was number one. And then after that, it was just kind of like, um, I'm an in the moment person. Okay. So I was just kind of like, okay, let's see where these four years go. Of course, you know, I would have initially when I was in high school, I wanted to play in the WNBA. Um, just because I think because of all the hype that was surrounding it from my family and my friends and the people I was around and them telling me, oh, you can do this, you can do this, you can make it, da, 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 da. so it was just kind of like, you know, that would be dope, you know, but ultimately, I always wanted to play overseas, like always, I'm a, I'm a traveler, I like new stuff, I like okay. to be in new environments and everything, so like for college, it was like, okay, we're in college. Let's just let's see how these four years are going to go. If the opportunity comes, I'll probably take it um, and play in the WNBA. But ultimately, I always knew without a doubt I was going overseas. I always knew that. So just because you don't you don't ever usually hear I want to play overseas. So it's that you play in Europe. Yes. What yes. is the best part about playing overseas and being in Europe? For me, the culture just like I'm I'm I love new stuff I love okay. 
learning people. I love just the opportunity to travel, the opportunity to be in a place that I've seen on TV mm-hmm. and now I'm here, you know, like, and with high school ball, with the travel AAU and with college, I was all over the United States. I've been to almost every state in the United States. So it's kind of like, what's next? You know, for me, I'm thinking, what's next? So to get the opportunity to have basketball take me across the world and around the world, like it was, it was great. Like that's, that's what I've always wanted to do. So I was killing two birds and one stone, you know? And when you first went overseas, did you, you said you, that's what you wanted to do. Did it feel like you had to adapt? Was it hard for you or was it just easy because you were so open mind to being there? I think that that was what it was. It was, it was pretty easy. I mean, um, when we were younger, we always went places. My mom always took us places and we traveled. So it was just in me to travel. Um, and so when I got there, it, uh, it was exciting, but it was also a little bit, I was a little nervous because it's like, I'm by myself. Okay. Over here by myself, you know, yeah, I want to travel and I want to do all this stuff, but I didn't think about the fact that I'll be doing this by myself, you know? Um, but after, after about um, a couple of weeks, because once you get there and you start doing things with the team and you start getting into that and walking around the city and then everybody starts to learn who you are and you start to learn the city. It's just kind of like, I, I think it was more so because I was open-minded, you know, like, I was nervous, but I was like eager. Like it was mm-hmm. a good nerve. Like it was just like a okay, let's do this, you know. I know so, that's right. But did you yeah. did you have any struggles with their style of play? Like anyone, anything that came to basketball? Did you have uh, to adapt, basketball. change your way of playing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't change how I played, but it was just eye-opening because the level of competition wasn't what I came from. You know, like over here, we get at it, like, and everybody's got it. But over there, it's like, you know, you come to that team and you got like a 15 year old on your team, you know? And I'm like, I'm, well, I'm supposed to, okay, let's, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> let's do this. Here we go. You know? So that was, that was the only like big difference, but um, I guess because there were other 15 year olds playing on other teams, it kind of matched up. Um, and then there were other Americans on other teams. So we kind of matched up. So, but that was like the only thing, the, just the level of um, basketball, my first year. Okay. Now, when I, my, my third, fourth, like when I started playing in Spain and France and all, it was a little different. The level of competition, like it was, it was a lot t- uh, stronger. So, I mean, my first year though, it was, it was an eye opener because it wasn't as tough, mm. but I was still tough. So I had to learn how to finesse just a little bit with the refs because, yeah, they didn't understand the toughness that I came with. So <laughs> They were calling you like for everything, was, huh? Uh, no, they weren't, they weren't calling anything for me. As oh, for was, you. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like fouls and stuff like that. Like I, I never got those calls. I was like, wait a minute. Okay, no problem. Jazz, focus on making the basket. Let's just make the basket. You got to take three people up with you, but yeah. <laughs> right. you got to make you know, that, that layup. You just might as well just dare with all that over the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You better make that basket. We don't miss layups. So that was, that was probably the biggest difference. So, you know, some of your classmates, 
players you played against, you see them in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Does it make you feel any type of way? Um, or like, yeah, I played against them. And when they was, you know, just getting their skills, like, you know, right. what does it make you feel like? Well, I'm, actually, I'm happy for them. You know, I, I just feel like everybody have a path that they have to go. And you have to decide what's going to be best for you. Um, that's where you are. That's where you went. Hey, kudos to you. I'm happy for you. You know, like I went the way I needed to go for me. I know that's right. So, you know, like for them, for all of them that play, you know, I'll watch the game. I might shoot a message real quick to somebody and be like, hey, you know, you missed that, you know, that basketball. I know that. Clowning or whatever. <laughs> but for the most part, you know, like I'm, I'm happy for them. That's, that's what you wanted to do. That's awesome. You know, mm-hmm. it not, not a lot of people get that opportunity. So for, for those that do get it, you know, like in, embrace it. And do you currently watch the WNBA? Um, now, yeah, because it's actually a lot more accessible to you, you mm-hmm. know, to everybody now, which is awesome. So now, yeah, I, I watch a little bit more now. Who would you say is your favorite player in the WNBA Ooh. now? Ooh. Or who you enjoy watching? I won't put the favorite on you. Who do you like enjoying watching to play? I love I love everybody on Seattle Storm's team. Okay. I do. I, I just like their energy. I, I love their chem. You can see their chemistry when they're playing in the game. You know, I just everything about their team, I just I love it. You know, every single player from Brianna to Sue to, you know, on on down the line. I just love everybody on that team, you know, how they play, how they play as a team. Okay. Um, and as do far you as one particular player? <laughs> I think I have one particular player that I really like. I like, I like myself. So I know that's right. See, yeah. that's the that's the best answer. <laughs> <laughs> so you're playing overseas, and then you said you were coaching boys AAU. Mm-hmm. How did you yep. get into that? Uh, a friend of mine that I met when I was playing at Louisville. Um, a friend of a friend. I met him, and then um, I was home for the summer, and he invited me to come just to come to check out the practice. He didn't necessarily ask me to coach, but I think it was a setup because he knew once I came in the gym, I probably was going to just kind of fall into that anyway. And that's exactly what happened. Um, I went to a practice and was kind of going through the practice. And I was like, oh, I see. Y'all need to work on this. Oh, you you could be doing this. Oh, y'all. Okay. So after the practice, he and I were talking and I was like, when is the next practice? I'll be back. I'll be back. And it just kind of, I just kept coming back, you know, and just and how fell was into it. And I loved it. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I, I was a little nervous because as a woman, mm-hmm. you don't always get that respect, but um, they actually took more to me than to him. Okay. And it was just, it was, it was, it was dope. I'll say that it was dope just because they're like 16 and under boys. Okay. These are like eight, nine, 10 year old. These are teenager boys mm-hmm. you know so it was dope just to to get that respect from them you know to have that to to see that I could have that respect and then like they listened to me of course they like every kid every teenager they had you know a rebuttal or they thought they knew a better way you know you had to deal with that but when it was all said and done like it was great to come in and just kind of not only teach them about basketball but also teach them about accountability Mm-hmm. You know, just just things that are going to help you in life that somewhere along the way, you didn't get that message. You know, it was it was awesome. And now I'm, I'll be doing it again next summer, too. And probably the summer after that and the summer after that. So 
which is actually where I wanted to start. You know, I want, I've always wanted to, if I was going to coach, I always wanted to coach them when they were young, before they got too big mm-hmm. and everybody started snatching at you and you got all this other stuff coming at you. You know, I, I always wanted to start there to like, maybe, maybe help you find your standards, what it is you want, you know, so that when they're throwing stuff at you, you know what to deflect and what to grab because it it fits to what you're trying to do, you know? So I'm in the and right place. What are some words of encouragement that you give your boys when they're having um, either a bad practice, bad week, anything? Forget about it. Simple. Yep. Forget <laughs> it. Like basketball, I tell them all the time, basketball is a play-by-play game. If you're focused on the play that happened before, you're not in the next play and you're not going to be in the next play. Forget it. You can't take it back. Forget it and keep playing. That's the best advice I give them. All, and I have to say it a lot. I have to say it a lot. But I, I think over the time being with the boys in the summer, they they grabbed that. At some point, they grabbed it and they were able to be because a lot of a lot of times you'll focus on that and you'll have the attitude mm-hmm. and then you'll get down on yourself and then like for a strong 10 minutes you're not in the game like you're down your head is gone you're worried about that play still you have got dumped on you know like mm-hmm. forget about it forget about it it's basketball it's basketball you might get dunked on so what Go dunk on them. <laughs> right? go, go dunk on them. You know, like just forget about it. It's like play by play. You know, okay, they shot a three in your face. Cool. Go shoot one in their face. Right from half court. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like just, just enjoy the game. Like don't take it so seriously because it's really not that serious. It's not not when you're at this level. Not when you're eight, nine, ten. It's it's not that serious. You know, some kid. Yeah, no. Who I'd be like, sheesh. Yes. It's, yeah, they it's, be like, it's hey. a pickup game. Relax. It's just pickup. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you and I go and you see him, I'd be like, oh, relax. It's, it don't even count. Like, I get it, but right. relax. So, where do you, you see yourself winning. or your goals for the next five years? Um, I definitely want to continue on with the AAU. Um, and it's actually the AAU that I'm with is uh, Eyeball. They are, it's not that I, I know it's more than one eyeball out there, but it's, it's I Beat All. Okay. Um, I Beat A-L-L. Um, you can look it up. It's got some, some significance behind it, which is why I want to get behind it um, because of the meaning and uh, how it was started. But um, I definitely want to, you know, get more involved with that because it's not just AAU basketball. There's after school program, there's a summer camp, there's um, tutoring, there's like training. It's, it's, it's a whole facility, you know, and ultimately I would love to have my own facility, you know? Nice. Um, so that, that's like the thing I want to do for the rest of my life. Like whatever it is I want to do, I want to be happy doing it. And so that's one of the things that I would love to do, you know, from for the rest of my life. So in the next five years, I'm going to try and continue working with eyeball and just kind of learning everything and figuring everything out and see how they move. Like it's a nonprofit and everything. I want to be a nonprofit. So just kind of learning the ropes and figuring everything out in the next five years, hopefully I have my own, you know? 
Well, I look forward to seeing your program because we're going to speak that into existence. Yes, ma'am. And I appreciate you coming on Sports Talk with C. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. We welcome you. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.